how this works is that we don't actually listen to the music while we're recording to save time. That makes sense. Unless you need to reference nah, a specific point in trap. the song. Okay. It's not a steel so trap we just at all. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so sorry. <laughs> Oh, hey, everybody. Hi. How's it going? It's nice to see all your smiling faces out there in podcast land. Welcome to the fourth episode of the third season of the Anhedonic Headphones podcast to Electric Boogaloo. It me, your boy, Kevy Fly. Your host, Kevin Krine. Uh, you know the vibes. This is the social distancing, self-quarantining, don't get dat Rona season of the podcast that was uh, recorded in its entirety before all of this happened in the world. And now I'm just cutting these together from my home, uh, from my days off of work as a suddenly essential person uh, to the workforce uh, and releasing them slowly so y'all have something else to listen to uh, outside of true crime podcasts or episodes of Tiger King on Netflix. Um, In case you've missed any of the other episodes of any of the other seasons of this podcast, this is just a gentle reminder that you may listen at your leisure in myriad places on the internet, including Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and Google Play. And uh, you can also just check out the site on Podbean, anhedonicheadphones.podbean.com. This is, of course, the audio extension of the award-winning music website Anhedonic Headphones, now in its incredible seventh year of generating garbage content on the worldwide interwebs. Uh, As always with the podcast, it's where I interview people. Many of them I have worked with or are still currently working with. Um, Or sometimes they're just people that I know and that I find fascinating and want to have a chat about music with them uh my guest on today's program is a friend of mine from my days working for the newspaper in town which was a terrible job that i don't really want to talk about um but she and i worked together for roughly a year and have remained good pals outside of working for the paper and uh this was the first episode that i recorded for this season And we had a delightfully tangential conversation about the eclectic music that she brought to the show. So please welcome to the podcast today, Renee Brown. Are you mentally prepared? Um, never for anything. But here we are. <laughs> so, Renee. Yes. Thank you for being a guest on the podcast. Thank you for having me. Of course. I appreciate you making the trek all the way up here. Easy. To the the illustrious podcast studio in my living room. Back up in, back up in Northfield. In Northfield, yeah. 
Um, I guess before we get into your songs, because you've picked eight songs of um, pretty wildly diverse, which I'm excited about. Um, <laughs> and you didn't pick any Bob Dylan or Joni Mitchell, which is a common thread that I found with people who I have on the show. I can say, honestly, I do not listen to either of them. And that's okay. That's totally okay. Okay, good. I'm not going to toss you out for for that. <laughs> um, but I should say how we know each other, because originally the podcast was me interviewing people that I worked with, that I work with like right now mm-hmm. in this very moment. And then I started branching out to people that I used to work with at other jobs or just people that I know who I find fascinating and have lots of hot takes to share. And so you are both someone that I know and we used to work together for a moment. And I hope there's some hot takes to be had. If you have Fuego takes, this is the place to share them. them. Keep it coming. Are you ready to be canceled? Always. Okay. My whole life. <laughs> this is the podcast people go on if they want to get canceled. Perfect. Yeah. Um, so we used to work together at the Northfield News, an absolute hellhole. Wow. What a time that was. <laughs> that was. But we made it. We are just barely. We're done. Oh my God. Yeah. yeah. Almost, almost yeah. didn't make it. Yeah, almost didn't make it. Um, but I, you, did you start at the end of 2015 and go through? I made it to like the tail end of like the year in 2016, like really early. Like I made it through Christmas and then peaced. Okay. That's what I thought. Yeah. So you made it a year, which is roughly how long people last at that job. Unsurprisingly. I somehow managed as some kind of glutton for punishment to make it two exactly two years that's that's too too many it really was yeah Yeah. but we survived we're do you have like workplace ps uh ptsd every time i look at a microwave i think about how i wrote an obituary for the one that died at the northfield news (laughs) at our our old place of work (laughs) oh man that was a that was a really good obit. Yeah. For Short and our, sweet. our friend, the microwave, R.I.P. <laughs> <laughs> Massive Christian burial will be held. <laughs> Perfect. Um, so you've picked some songs and I uh, I gave you some very loose guidelines to use for picking the songs. And uh, we got some newish things. And I, then some of these are things that I am just straight up not familiar with because you are slightly younger than me and probably have a different taste overall than me. There is some overlap in our Venn diagram, mm-hmm. but not a mm-hmm. lot. And that's okay. Yeah. We're going to start with one where there is overlap, though. Good. Kiss me hard before you go. Summertime silence. I just wanted you to know. The baby, the best I got my red dress on tonight Dancing in the dark in the pale moonlight Throw my hair up real big, beauty queen style High heels off, I'm feeling alive
with our our friend our sweet sweet our sweet (laughs) yeah um now you have you been a lana fan like since day one or did it take you a little bit of time to get it took some time okay Uh, what was the point for you where you were like i was in college okay and there was speak of her (laughs) in the buildings i was in um (laughs) she was known she was there people were whispering yeah there were whispers of lana Lana. (laughs) um and i was junior okay okay when i sort of hopped on that bandwagon that was like yeah born to die yeah was when i first hopped on okay so it's our first one yeah, I guess. I mean, it took a while for me to get into, into it. it. Okay. Like the the hype had died down quite a bit by the time I was like, "Hey guys, did you do hear this?" And they're like, "Yes, duh. We've heard this a long time ago." And I'm like, "But it's real good." Um, you know, late to the party <laughs> a little bit. I mean, you at least like. Uh, how many albums in was she at that point? Like, what year would this have been? This was 2012. 2012. Okay. Yeah. So that's still pretty like. I am late to the party as in like 2019 being like, hey, hello, fellow young people. How <laughs> hello, do you do? Fellow youths. Yeah. How do you do, fellow kids? Have you heard of <laughs> Lana Del Rey? Um, no, I. So what? So you picked. Um, do you still listen to Born to Die, by the way? Because I find yeah. that to be her like least, not her least accessible, but it, things are so different now that it's yeah, weird it's to go back. It's definitely changed in tone quite a bit. Yeah. From then. Weird to go back and hear. The yeah. kind of music she was making then. Yeah, I have I have a playlist for every year of my life since I wow. started Spotify wow. listening times. Okay. So every year I sort of just I'm like, this is the one that I'm going to dump all my random trash into that I sort of like <laughs> throughout the year. And then later, if I like it well enough, I'll kind of pull parts of it into their own separate little playlists. Okay. Um, this was my 2015 one. And so I listened to this a lot I don't know, just bumming around at the, like, I was an art minor, so I had a lot of time to just stand and listen to music while I was doing art sure. stuff for class. And so this seemed to be one of my go-to okay. albums okay. for that. Um, do you like her other albums? Are you yeah equally as uh, Her fond? new one, though. Norman fucking Rockwell. That just really was, that was real nice. Best album of 2019. Yeah, that was good. Yeah. That was a good album. I really like Ultraviolence. Okay, yeah. Ultraviolence is real good too. Um, and then um Honeymoon is okay. See, I sort of skipped that one. Okay. That, that was my off time. That one is okay. And then um Lust for Life. A little. I dabble. That one is little. I like that one too, but it's yeah, really Ultraviolence has a lot of good songs on it. And then I think the culmination of everything she's done now mm-hmm. is what she's doing. She's yeah. got an album of spoken word poetry coming out at some point Ooh. this year. I'm pretty excited about that. <laughs> she just has a good voice for everything. She kind of does, think. yeah. Um, but you, so you picked Summertime Sadness. I sure did. Which is a title that speaks to me. All the time. <laughs> <laughs> summertime, summertime sadness. Got that summertime, summertime sadness, oh, oh, oh.
any season. You're like, it's seasonless. It's seasonless it's sadness. Seasonal sadness. <laughs> Timeless sadness. Um, aside from this rolling off the tongue with this delightful alliteration, what about Summertime Sadness were you like, this is the Lana song? Is this your favorite Lana song? Or it is, might be. Is this the one you identify? Do you feel the most seen slash attacked yeah, by this I, one? Yeah, I feel the most... Yeah, definitely attacked. Um, <laughs> no, it's just a solid song. Like yeah. I love pretty much all of it. It changes up like a quarter of the way, halfway through, and then goes back to being depresso. And <laughs> I mean, really, that's all pretty great. Yeah. I like how bombastic it is production-wise. Yeah. It's There's pretty a lot epic. Going on. There's a lot going on. That music video is something else, too. I have not watched that. Should I, should it's the, pretty sad. The listener, oh, great, the great. Fantastic. That's but, cool. like, I mean, just Lana being amazing okay. and have flowy because she's always flowing. <laughs> have you see, ever seen her live? No. Okay. No, I haven't. Just a little sad. I... She did not come to this area on the Norman fucking Rockwell tour. The closest she came was Madison. I mean, that's a hike. That's four hours. And there was a part of me that was trying to convince two of my coworkers. Get in the car. That we should. (laughs) No questions. Go. (laughs) And then like after the show, turn right around and drive back. That's a bold move. And they were both like, boy, you play too much. (laughs) (laughs) So yeah, I we, I had to sit that one out. Maybe some other time yeah. I will catch her. She'll be back. She rolls I'll, around. I'll be here. like the one sad boy in the audience. <laughs> hey, Lana. Yeah. <laughs> hey, it's me, Kevin hey, Fly. Kevin Fly. Ah ah ah. Sad vibes only. Um, cool. Is there anything else you want to talk about with Lana or summertime sadness? Mm, I don't know. It's just feely. Yeah. But she's good for that. Yeah. When I'm feeling feely, like (laughs) in the emotional sense, I go for Lana. (laughs) Um, Yeah, I feel I felt really I don't feel as attacked by her older stuff or seen uh, as I did on a lot of stuff on the new album, Mm -hmm. especially like uh, the title track. I felt very attacked. Yeah. Specifically because I am also 6'2", as is the antagonist that she mentions. And I felt the first time I heard that lyric, I almost crashed the car I was driving because I was laughing so hard. (laughs) But I also was like, I feel like this song is being sung by every woman that I have ever known in my entire life. And I told that to one of my coworkers and she was like, are you okay? And I'm <laughs> like, no, no, I feel very seen mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, for the monster that I might be. <laughs> Yeah, she she has some some hot takes too. She does. In her yeah. songs. Yeah. Do you follow her um, much like as a person versus the persona? that she has do you know about her i know she's a fairly chill person okay yeah uh, i think that's really all i know i probably should be following her just because i think she's cool she's dating some kind of hunky cop right now that's a that's a vibe yeah that's <laughs> <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah that's all i got yeah mm-hmm. she that's and occasionally she says something that she has to like backtrack on and apologize for because she's yeah, not I've like, noticed that on twitter she, she's a not like a, a feminist icon like people want her to be yeah. But yeah, the hunky the hunky cop is like the last thing I got from her. But yeah. They're very know. they're very photogenic when they're together. That's adorable. Yeah.
death will not come Till I breathe all the air out my lungs Till my final tune is sung That all is fleeting Yeah, but all is good And my love is my whole being And I've shared what I Um, you ready to move on to the next one? Of course. Okay. And so this is one of the ones that I didn't know. That's fair. Um, it's by a group called Noah and the Whale. The Whale. And first I have to ask, is this a pseudo-Christian band? I don't believe they are. And okay. if they are, I've been entirely uninformed this whole time. Okay. Because that's not really my jam. <laughs> I wasn't assuming it was your jam, <laughs> but sometimes there's like pseudo-Christian imagery that finds its way into things yeah. and you are like, wait, what's happening now? Hold up. Yeah. Hold, hold up. <laughs> hey, oh, hey, oh. <laughs> um, but so you picked us up. This is called, and I didn't, I have not heard this before until I was getting your tunes ready for the show. And so I, I had not heard of this band and the song is called Give a Little Love. And so what's the, what's your story with this one? This was senior year of college. Okay. Like this is an older album. This is from 2008. I did not know of their existence until I was a senior in college. And sometimes Spotify just is like, here's your discover weekly. And we're yeah. going to throw some random trash at you and see if you <laughs> like any of this. And this sort of was like in my circles of what apparently I must have liked and I liked it okay. well enough that I even went far enough to look into the band itself and maybe even like some of their other songs. Okay. Because if I like something well enough, I'll actually listen to the other stuff. But sometimes it's just a one of. Yeah. Uh, no, I understand. This completely. is the one good song. Yeah. The rest is I'm going to ignore it. Yeah. Do you use Spotify a lot? I do. Okay. Yeah, that's probably primary music access. Okay. Um, I... This podcast is on Spotify for mm-hmm. convenience. Which is where I listen to it. <laughs> ah, 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 shout out to Spotify. But um, I don't have a Spotify account. And I've only recently started using it at home on our TV with my wife's Spotify account. Oh, yeah. And so I have ruined her algorithm by playing either <laughs> old Dashboard Confessional albums. Ooh, that's good stuff. Or pop music. So she will be like at work and trying to like (laughs) use like the Twin Peaks playlist or like some classical orchestral music Mm -hmm. and her weekly suggestion things. It'll be like Ariana Grande and like a bunch of other like... I was like, oh, and it's this this emo song. And then she'll come home and be like, hey, bud, are you okay? What's going because, on? Because uh, you were using my Spotify. And I'm like, yeah. And she's it's, like, why were you, picky, why were you listening to so much dashboard? And I'm like, well, there's wall to wall bangers. 
on it and I was in my feelings and she's like <laughs> just let can, me live. yeah can you can I live and she's like mm, boy so, yep uh so what what else do you know about Noah and the whale like what's their scoop mm, really not much okay this was one of those ones where I was like this is a good song okay. and then I listened to it a lot of times and it became like one of my walking songs so I'd be walking across campus okay and this was i very specifically remember in the fall because it wasn't completely freezing outside yeah. yet and i was just feeling it it was a very nostalgic sort of song to me um like it's do sort you of, do you, are you a very nostalgic person i am when it comes to music yeah um do you, I, I associate strongly music with times and places it's yeah, more same. or less how i remember when things are happening isn't that kind of a terrible it's kind of wonderful isn't it like terrible and wonderful yeah yeah yeah. so do you associate this as a fall song i do yeah it's a very nostalgic nostalgic sort of of song to me (laughs) yeah holy shit i'm gonna have to borrow that (laughs) save it till next september oh boy bad boy i'm gonna be all kinds of uh nostalgic yep as soon as that first leaf hits the ground you yeah you you know the albums i'd be putting on and walking around with sweaters and casing pensively out the window big all the big feelings (laughs) yeah Um, so did you like get into any of this other, any of the other tunes by this band? Yeah, or is this just, he's got okay. some really, really sad music. Oh, that's how maybe I should look into this then. Yeah, but. it's pretty solid. Like there's, okay. there's some where I'm listening to, I'm like, I am feeling very upsetty and called out by this and I need to listen to something else now, but I like it. I think I am are my still- own monster. <laughs> So. We are we are many monsters. Yeah. <laughs> um are you are they still a band? Are don't they know. still around? Mm. You don't know? No idea. Okay. They fell off my radar promptly after I graduated college. That kind of um, happened. Yeah, that happened. I'm it was that... kind of a one and done sort of thing. Okay. Like, okay. This was great for when I wanted it to be great. Yeah. And then as soon as I moved on to something else, they became a back burner thing. But they're still one of my uh playlists, probably the same one that has a Lana Del Rey stuff on it. Um, that has a lot of their stuff on okay. it and I go back and listen to that sometimes and it's, it's still solid. Like he's got a really nice deep voice. Yeah. The first thing that came up when I was looking for this was like a live version, like a live video yeah, of yeah. it. And I it's thought his, video. uh, I thought his voice was really interesting. It reminded it me. It doesn't match what I assumed him to look like at all. Yeah. When I listened to it and then yeah. watched the video and was like, who are you? It reminded me kind of of like the first Interpol album. Do you ever listen to Interpol? No. It's like gloomy indie rock. 
sounds nice though. Yeah, the, like his whole affect, I just kind of like I was like, oh, this is not what I was expecting with a song called "Give a Little Love." Yeah, it's definitely a little bit of a sadder kind of feely vibe. My favorite part is the actual like end of the song where it kind of rises to that like sad, triumphant sort of musical noise stuff I guess and then I had it backed up with like I had a CD and this was burned onto the oh, CD okay. and this was one of my really old car CDs that I think has since been lost oh R.I.P. I know <laughs> I feel sad um but I had it backed up with another song that just like launched into like a cool piano rap thing I don't okay know. that was a weird CD I liked it so that's kind of a taste okay. of where I'm at with okay music. okay all right um <laughs> Yeah, anything else about this one? We want to keep trucking? We can keep trucking. Okay. Gaslight Anthem, We Came to Dance. This one's mostly for Tyler. Okay, shout out to Tyler. Shout out to Ty, my boy. Um, (laughs) I... Do you really like do you like do you like the Gaslight Anthem? Personally, not even that much. I like this wow, song. Wow. But I like I like them well enough. Okay. They're just not one of those bands that I specifically was like, this is my next band and I'm gonna sure. listen to all of it and listen to all of their albums consecutively. Like and that's the way Tyler listens to music is when he picks a song he really likes, he's like he goes back and listens to all of their stuff in a nice orderly fashion. And I am a barbarian <laughs> who picks and pulls as I please and dump a whole bunch of music into random playlists and then several months later oh, that doesn't make you a barbarian you're just two little. different people then i come back and i'm like what's this and it's like finding a little old friend but yeah. uh this song was on a very specific cd that tyler had in his car from 2012 to probably still now it's called car mix 2012 and so this song would come on and we would just be jamming and it had some good old classics on there like the some good old tony hawk pro skater soundtrack kind of Wow. Kind of stuff. Wow. We went way back there. Okay. Yeah. It's a good CD. Um, I remember in like 2009, the Gaslight Anthem kind of were like on the cusp of, that was like when they were on the cusp of being big mm-hmm. and they had a song that referenced a Counting Crows song and I was like, I'm kind of into this, but these guys <laughs> also kind of sound way too much like Bruce Springsteen, but that's kind of the point. I think. 
Oh man. Yeah. Oh, that's life changing. I did not. Did put you that not together. put that together? No. That was kind of the, like right when they first came out, or like we're hitting it big with like the fifty nine sound. It was like disciples of Springsteen. That does make some sense. Kind of a new age sort of yeah. twist on it. Yeah. And so, I like Springsteen well enough. So. Yeah. So that was that's uh that's, that was where that's as far as I got with them was just that one <laughs> album and that one song. That's actually the only album I know of, and that might be the one. I don't think this is no, not this on. Is yeah, this is on Sinkerswim. That's the fifty nine sound is not that as, as far as I got. So that's it. Yeah. Yeah. I'm glad that you like put release dates and shit on your flashcards. I did. I like had goods. to remember because I'm terrible with remembering. That's okay. All that good stuff. That's okay. But yeah, this was just sort of his like grungy mood song and we'd always imitate the lead singer guy um on our way to dairy queen or something like <laughs> this was back when like he lived in Faribault and i lived in lakeville like oh wow back, um, wow after we graduated college i didn't know so, that he lived in Faribault yeah, for a minute yeah poor dude and so um we would listen to this song constantly this was one of those ones where it would end and we'd be like let's play it again wow just for fun because that's what we did. That's good. No, that's cute. That's really cute. It's a cute, like, memory song for yeah, sure. That's like, nice. this is probably one of my favorite cute memory songs we have. That's really charming. And it sort of fits in with our, like, style of music, which is mostly sort of a rockish sure. vibe. Sure. Well, we're going to, yeah, we get we get really into that in the second yeah, half that's of this. Really, we take a sharp turn after this, I think. Yeah. Shortly after this. Well, shit, first, before, do you have anything else for Gaslight Anthem? That's all. They're okay. Just, they're just nice. Okay. That's exactly how I feel. That's exactly how I feel. That's exactly how I feel. I woke up this morning, wrong side of the bed. I don't have to explain it. I might be a bitch. I might make a friend. Ain't I so amazing? Up next, and I'm excited. I'm I'm curious to find out why you picked this song of all the songs. <laughs> so you have uh, picked music by Lizzo, of course. It girl of the moment, my queen. <laughs> uh, but you picked exactly how I feel, featuring Gucci Mane. Yeah, and what's weird is I don't even listen to Gucci Mane, like at all. Just this one song. I just know that he has that ice cream tattoo on his face and he did a lot of prison time, but he got sobered up and is really healthy and fit now. Good for him. But he still has an ice cream cone tattooed on his face. No, that really can't take that away. That's your life now. But so you are a huge Lizzo fan. Yeah, which is weird because this was the first pop anything that I've actually liked in my whole life, I think. Wow. Yeah, I've always been like... It's so always been kind of rock, okay. indie, yeah. sort of alternative yeah. Yeah. vibes. Uh-huh. Um, and then, I I don't know, I was just messing around on Twitter one day at work and someone was talking about Lizzo. I'm like, what's this? And then she, there was a gif of her and she was funny. And I was like, yeah. oh, she seems charming, you know? <laughs> so I look it up and I start listening to it at work and that day changed everything. This was like last, <laughs> I don't even know, right when Because I Love You came out. Okay, so like last spring. And this was okay. before she was big too. This yeah. was like, I yeah. remember because I followed her on Instagram almost immediately because her tag Lizzo be eating I thought was hilarious and then her flute has Sasha be flute yeah Sasha be fluting yeah yep. so yep. I immediately was like this is hilarious um 
start following that. And then I listen to the whole album all in one go, which I also never do. Yeah, it's pretty yeah. rare. I really yeah. have to like something to listen to it all the way through yeah. in one go. And then immediately I messaged my coworker and I'm like, you're going to love this. And then she and I were shouting back and forth to each other like, this is the best. Um, <laughs> shortly after that, her concert tickets went on sale and my friend messages me and is like, hey, we should go. We should just go. And I was like, yeah, I like her a lot. We could go. And it ended up being the best thing of like 2019, I oh, think, wow. or one of them. So was that, that was the show cool. at the Armory? Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. And we're thinking that was probably one of her last like... Smallish. Smallish. Yeah. I mean, yeah. it was packed. It sold out. Yeah. Um, and I've never really been in a crowd that big before for a concert. So I was a little bit like... But we were like way up close and we stood there for like five hours because I was like, I want to be within breathing distance <laughs> of this woman. Like... Yeah, before that, she'd played at the Palace in St. Mm-hmm. Paul. I remember, like, m- my sister's friend's boyfriend or something saying she used to host, like, Trivia Night or something in Minneapolis. Lizzo? Yeah. Lizzo? So Lizzo... She was, like, a Minneapolis local for a while. For a while, yeah. So the thing with Lizzo, she's huge, right? She's just huge right now. Mm-hmm. And she has earned it. But it took a lot of time. She put a lot, like, coconut oil and then, like, the five bands prior to that, too. Yeah. <laughs> Cause I Love You didn't make her as famous as it was supposed to right away. It was a slow burn. It was the usage of uh, Truth Hurts in that Netflix movie. That was a movie. And I wasn't sure how I felt about that movie. But I remember listening to it before I knew who Lizzo was and was like, okay, this is, I like that song. Yeah. Someone Great. The next, yeah, yeah. Someone yeah, Great. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I watched so. Here's so <laughs> first Lizzo Lizzo lived in Minneapolis for a couple of years before she moved to California and like really hit it big um with like and like good as hell and truth hurts were both like singles that caught attention mm-hmm. but nowhere near the fame that she has now thanks to like the slow burn of the album and her charisma and old singles recharting um <laughs> But so I was always I was like aware of Lizzo as a Minneapolis person. She's not from here originally, no, though. No, no, she's not. No, is she from Detroit? I thought so. Or like, she spent time in a couple of different places. And she's before, been so many, places, yeah. So yeah. she used to, she lived in Colorado for a little while, I guess, and then she moved to Minneapolis, and then she moved out west, and now there we are. But um, so I had been like aware of her, and I hadn't really sat down with the album when it came out. And I remember mm-hmm. when it came out, I was thinking about reviewing it, but Pitchfork gave it a really shitty review, and she ripped into them on Twitter. Appropriately so. And I was kind of like afraid then <laughs> to like be like, I mean, I am just like a putsy like blogger. She's not going to read my review of it if I did it. Mm-hmm. But I was like, do I even want to get into this? <laughs> and so like I had the album, and I didn't really listen to it. And then my friend Andrea, shout out to Andrea, she, uh, towards the end of the summer, was like, have you heard of Lizzo? 
And I was like, uh-huh. And she's like, <laughs> have you heard, like, have you heard this song, Truth Hurts? Have you heard this song, Because I Love You? And I was like, yeah, yeah. And she was like, this is the best thing I've ever heard. Like, somebody sent her, like, a live version of one of them. And she was just like, this is, it changed, it basically, like, the same thing that happened yeah, to you. It changed her life. It's crazy. And so... Uh, I made her a copy of the album and it's like the only thing she listens to in the car now and just drives around yep. back and forth from home to work just screaming those songs. It is necessary to do that sometimes because she's such a positive wonderful human being yeah. and it's like you can't listen to that album and be sad because she's like you're not allowed not near me be happy <laughs> right now and so I vibed with that all summer because this was like a tough summer and I was yeah, like I yeah. need something good and yeah. so like Lizzo is what helped me start like working out more and eating healthier and like taking care of myself better because she was so positive. She is. She is. And it was got like a lot of positivity. kind of the right thing at the right time. Yeah. Sort of deal. I think emotionally for a lot of people, yeah. it was the right thing at the right time. And so, and that's what happened with my friend. She had just Good gone, she had just gone through a breakup. Uh, and like this really like kind of spoke uh, of all, like, cause we, we listen to a lot of like sad white person music together, oh, yeah. but then this was like her <laughs> one thing that she glommed onto that was like really positive, big vibes. Mm -hmm. And I kind of came around on the album eventually. Like I did not like it, but I really was, um, it took a while That's and fair. like I'm, I'm into it. There's a lot of it that I'm into. Yeah. There's like. a lot of her not as known songs that I am a huge fan of. Yeah. Like this one. Yeah. We got we got kind of tan, tan <laughs> tangential here with uh, with the Lizzo, but so because I love you uh, has a lot of solid songs on it. I really like um, Jerome. Me too. A lot. That's a nice slow Jerome jam. Is nice. That's um, a good song. But so you picked exactly how I feel. So like, and this one is fine, and this one is fun. But like, was there a specific reason? Because like a go-to one on that one for me would be like the title track. Or the one with Missy Elliott. Oh, Tempo. Yeah. Everyone loves fuck Tempo. Fuck it up, fuck it up, fuck it up. Uh, yeah, when I went to the concert, actually, Tyler texted me, and he just says, Twerk Skills Up on Legendary. <laughs> and I was so proud, because that poor man, I have made him listen to Lizzo just an outrageous amount in the last couple of months. And so he knows it almost as well as I do, I think, at this point, which I'm so sorry to him for that, because... That's a lot, if that's not your jam, but I kind of forced it on him and was like, no, you love this. <laughs> if you love me, you love this. She's a part of our lives now. No, I get it. I totally, <laughs> I totally get it. Totally get um, it. So yeah, we, we often quote Lizzo to each other, just in saying. That's good. No, that's good. Um, no, exactly how I feel for me was just sort of like a, like a slap in the face. This is how I feel. Okay. And okay. to be unapologetic about okay. it and okay. kind of own it. So that was all sort of sweet to okay. me. Like, okay, okay cool i guess i could get on board with that because most of the time i'm like don't look at me and i'm gonna hide and also hide all my feelings um and this was kind of a good song for me to kind of keep in mind like yeah i could be a little bit more upfront about things if sure. i need to be or like sure. be more confident yeah i guess so and it's weird because normally a song doesn't get to me like this or yeah. an album doesn't get yeah. to me like this but everything in this album is just like solid yeah all around yeah. big mood booster yeah i um i finally 
she has re-released this thing so many times to continue to try to get like singles to chart mm-hmm. off of it because it's like at this point it's just really about she's like cashing them checks she's got oh, yeah. like all these like uh licensing deals and everything mm-hmm. but i finally bought this on cd because i was gonna buy it on vinyl but it didn't have enough bonus tracks on it <laughs> the cd the newest cd version of this has good as hell tacked on at the end yes and, and so, the one with ariana Grande yeah so too, i was so. like this this has truth hurts it's got good as hell it's got the other songs i was like it's 11 dollars at barnes and noble i'll get that little discount because i'm a barnes and noble <laughs> member uh, uh, yeah. uh you know the vibes barnes and noble <laughs> vibes uh but yeah i was like yeah i'll fuck with this i'll put it in the car and just like while the fuck out to it when i'm driving and Feels good. yeah no it does it does really feel good that's one of the things i've realized about pop music is that like you can't be downy clowny yeah. when something has you like shucking and jiving when you're like driving around. You're like, damn, I'm so crabby, but you're bopping to it. Yeah. Like, <laughs> like, do you listen to Carly Rae Jepsen at all? No, and I probably should. Her album from five years ago, Emotion, is almost flawless in its, uh, the way it captures this like pop essence. Okay. And you can't feel terrible when you're listening to it. What if, so, I, what if I want to feel terrible? I wish you wouldn't. And I don't think I don't think Carly Rae would want you to feel That's terrible. Fair. Neither yeah. would Lizzo. <laughs> um, do you have anything else you want to say with uh, Lizzo? No, no, but if you get a chance to go to one of her concerts, do it because she gives you like a therapy session between every song. Okay. And that really was in itself worth it. Did you watch the Tiny Desk concert? Yes. That was really great. <laughs> my old boss really liked that. She was always like, this is a tiny ass desk. My favorite thing is looking at Instagram for new gifts and finding new Lizzo gifts, like the little ones that they have of Lizzo. Cause sometimes there was one of a tiny purse that I was really fond of for a little bit. Um, and her Instagram stories too. Like she had the tiny purse and then it looked like she was pulling all sorts of stuff out of the tiny purse. And I got a big kick out of that. Oh, I think I saw that one. Yeah. yeah. She's good. She's, She's got to diversify and have all these avenues yep. of entertaining the She's masses. Lovely. Yeah. Yeah. Shout out to Lizzo. Thanks for being you. Thanks, Lizzo. Yeah. So now we're we're kind of switching into more aggressive territory. <laughs> aggressive territory. Welcome back, folks. <laughs> you get one little ray of sunshine. But that's it. Just the one. <laughs> I'm yeah. Man, this takes some wild turns now as we descend. Yeah. Welcome uh, to my music world. <laughs> um. So the the next one is Great Lake Swimmers, and I have heard that name before, but I have never like sat down. And listen to them. So tell me about Great Lake Swimmers. So this to me is similar to the Noah and the Whale vibe. Where okay. I really was like this song. 
this is a song. Okay. And I love this song <laughs> and only this song. So for a very long time, this was the only song I listened to by them. And then one okay. day I was like, I'm feeling moody. I think I should go back to that one really sad song or whatever um, with all those like Northwoods vibes and listen to more of that. And it's, they're good. Okay. They, okay. they make me appropriately sad, happy, I think. Um, so I just have to be in the right mindset going into it when okay. I listen to that. But they're solid. Yeah. Um, so your Rocky's fine. What's the scoop with this one for the folks at home? Um, so this was kind of like the transition times of okay. life. I found this like post working at the paper. Okay. And then going into like new job times. Okay. And that was terrifying. Like starting a new <laughs> job in like corporate world life. That was like I was not prepared. Do you um, have to... What's the dress code? Um... Is it <laughs> business like, casual? Okay. So that's me wearing a lot of dresses from Old Navy with leggings. Um, and sometimes yoga pants with a big old sweater. But I'm like, I'll dress it up with a scarf. So I do tend to push it just a teensy bit. Because my wife works in like a really stuffy corporate environment. And they it's this very incredibly small office. Mm-hmm. But they, they have s- since gone to... It's not business casual. It's a step above that. And I never remember what it's called. If it's called like sharp casual or smart casual or business smart. I don't know. They gave everyone a stipend to go get some new duds. And she got all these illustrious (laughs) outfits. (laughs) But I was just curious because business casual can be kind of frumpy. It can be. Yeah. Um, I tend to lean towards more like cozy 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 business well, it's like, business it's cozy just me and my cube i don't see people sure and that's good i'm okay. in my corner that's, i sit in the corner of this building in my corner cube way in the corner so it's like if i need to dodge people it's pretty easy for me to just take stairs stairs and go up a different wow. floor okay. um and be as unseen as possible do you still have like all your plants and posters and stuff in your cube that you still um have, like, i've the toned paper? that down okay. a bit but okay. also stepped it up in other ways so like i got really <laughs> really sick of seeing all the beige and i was like Fuck it. We're going to get a real big tapestry. And it's going to be giant and blue. So I posted that up covering one whole wall of my cube. Okay. Um, I do have like a nice-ish framed picture of a lot of plants and an actual plant that's gotten really big. And I'm okay. just encouraging that because they okay. say you're not supposed to have plants that go over the top of your cube wall. And I'm like, but yours is, go yeah. rebel. Okay. Okay. Do what feels right. Okay. I don't know. Okay. I'm not the only one who's got that. So I feel like I'm fine. <laughs> Um, yeah, it's not quite as college hype as it was when I worked at the paper. That was pretty much just me scrounging up whatever I could find to make it less beige. And I was like, this is it. This is my Hogwarts poster and some Perler bead designs. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So I th- that's like the one thing that I, I don't miss really about the paper, but it was nice that I had like three walls that I could cover with yeah. all various I've definitely posters. decorated more yeah. than some people do. Okay. Um, yeah. I was I actually thinking about getting a secondary tapestry because there's too much beige. <laughs> We'll see how I feel. You just need to have all the tapestries. Yeah. Um. So your Rocky Spine, what's aside from this being like your transition to a new job song? Is there any like what's what uh, in particular about this one? This one. Um, was this another Spotify one? This was. Okay. Yeah. Thanks, okay. Spotify. Um, <laughs> Shout out to Spotify. You've really been serving. You it know up. the Spotify vibes. Um. There's like it's got those like sad tones that I really like, but it sort of has the wild and free sort of like. I always think of like the North Shore specifically, okay, okay. not just because the name of the band is Great Lake Swimmers and we happen to be near a Great Lake, but because it definitely does give those like Northwoodsy. Yeah, like I kind of just want to be, I don't know, not near people, 
Are you an outdoorsy person? To an extent. Well, like I'm allergic to everything outside. So oh, that okay. does put a damper okay. on things okay. sometimes. But okay. I do enjoy walking on trails. Okay. I guess. All right. Um, Yeah. So, yeah, I guess you could say in the most minimal sense. Gotcha. Mostly I like looking at it through windows. but Like pensively? Yes. Pens- with like a cup of coffee. Yeah. It's a slowly. It's raining. Like your hand slowly caresses yeah. the window possibly. Yep. <laughs> yeah. I understand that energy. Yeah. This one is definitely just a good like driving and thinking song okay i think it usually sort of sets off the the tone for how i feel when i'm driving okay um besides that i guess like the lyrics are good too to me like the would you shatter part is my favorite part of that song okay and they repeat that a few times i'm like that's nice that's (laughs) that's good i guess so cool yeah Let's move into this. Like the last three. Get, <laughs> I'm so sorry. <laughs> no, don't. You this don't. Uh, the, no, there's no need to apologize. The podcast. This is your podcast. <laughs> These are your songs. I am simply a funnel for the blessings. Where the blessings come in. Bless you. <laughs> bless up. Hashtag bless up. Hashtag bless up. <laughs> no, I am simply a vehicle for you to discuss these tunes and have an uh, engaging conversation about them and whatever other tangents that we tend to spiral into and that's totally we'll fine it's pot it's podcast magic um but <laughs> the last three i when i was getting these set up in the thing because like the last one i obviously had like was aware of but these other two i was not aware of it's pretty hardcore pretty aggressive yeah um this is actually my favorite genre right now this is what i've been most listening to lately okay is not well okay We'll, we'll get to the MCR one in a bit. That's that's hot. We news. have a lot to we have a lot to talk about with Ooh, that. I guess. Boy, yeah, do we ever? Yeah. 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 Um, but yeah. so you, this is a song by a band called The Pretty Reckless, and it has a charming title of <laughs> "Make Me Wanna Die." <laughs> <laughs> so, do you want to know a fun fact about this 
I would love to know a fun Kay. fact so about this song. So you know the movie The Grinch with Jim Carrey. Uh huh. You know the little girl Cindy Lou Who. That's who her. sings a very off-key version of Where Are You Christmas that I think was only played in that movie. She is the lead singer of this band. Wow. Yeah. Wow. She, she grew up. She grew up fast. Yes. As ones tend to do. Yeah. Well, good for her doing yeah. big things. <laughs> um, I guess if you're in a movie with Jim Carrey, this is what happens. Yeah. You end up in a hard rock band. Beware. <laughs> <laughs> a girl with a wicked mind but everything looks better when the sun goes down i had everything opportunities for eternity and i could belong to the did you get into a band like how did you get into this band yeah so like uh hmm, good question now i have to backtrack a bit it's not on your flashcards i it oh wait i I have those i was just holding them for fun um (laughs) (laughs) there no i love it when people bring like notes and shit because like there's only been like one other person who's come prepared it's my friend sarah who i used to work with and she had like handwritten notes and she had like a passage from a book she was getting she wanted to read and she had like a whole tote bag full of stuff to talk about that's good and i was like wow you are really out here and you are really prepared because a lot of people just come in and sit down and then they like are like oh wait well we have to talk about stuff (laughs) and then she's like might as well have had like a powerpoint and i was like this is great so i really like it when people come with uh with notes of any kind or any kind of any any kind of preparation so what do you got tell me what you got okay so this this specific band i had not heard of until one of my friends like two-ish years ago was like you'd probably like them and so we listened to them and they were good and then that friend moved away and i was really sad oh, like he still comes back and visits and stuff which is super bye, awesome bye and highly encouraged but <laughs> um this song just sort of reminds me of that summer that's this whole album actually okay, okay and then moving forward i kept listening to it and listened to all of their older stuff and that trail took me into a part of music specifically like heavy metal rock female lead singer music 
which is that's how, like a whole subgenre. It sure is. Yeah. Okay. Um, okay. Which is how I found on the next one in this moment and such. So there's plenty. That one of, is what that is a wild. I'm seeing them in concert in oh, March. Wow. Where are they playing? Uh, the Myth. I have never been there. I've neither. It's near um, a mall. I guess that's all I know. It's in like a weird location. It's like in Maplewood. Yeah, Tyler went there for a show like last year and he said that you can just park at the mall and walk over. I'm like, well, that's convenient to know there's ample parking. That is my biggest concern about going up toward the cities too much. So Yeah, I've never there's never I don't think there's ever been a time where I was like really gonna go to something at the myth, but like I've I've looked at and seen people playing like the Deftones played there once okay. and Childish Gambino came there. Wow. When he was... Uh, Just getting started, probably? Mm, it was or like was right, he still like... He's always been kind of a thing. Uh, it was when, right after, because the internet came out, so it would have been like early 2014, he was touring in support of that, That's and I was album. I was kind of like, should I go to this Gambino show at the Myth? And then it's <laughs> like, oh, no. Because mm. I'm, I'm like, because of my crippling concert anxiety, I'm really good at talking myself out of going to things. Mm-hmm. Uh, Cause I'll see dates come up and I'll see shows and I'll be like, Ooh, I can, <laughs> Ooh, that's a band I like. Oh, Oh, it's on a school night or the people. Oh, or, Oh, what kind of crowd is that going to be? Oh, what, Oh, what have two up opening bands before them? <laughs> two too many. Boy, like, do they not know I don't like standing that long? Um, Ooh, that's, uh, doors at eight. <laughs> These show are at all nine. valid fears. No Ooh, joke. Like, yeah, so then it's like, Oh boy, I don't, I don't know. And then like within 10 minutes, I'm like, nah, you talk yourself in, yeah. you talk yourself out. Yeah. It's a, a roller coaster of emotion. when it comes to that yeah so um anything else about the pretty reckless before we slide into this next one Mm, pretty reckless is just a very solid group okay okay. i think they like it's it's definitely kind of a grungy sort of vibe to it like her voice to me is just really cool like she has another song called wild city that is really awesome okay um that is i highly recommend it basically i highly recommend all of it because If this is like something you're interested, I should say, because this band in particular um, really sets the bar high for like a good female lead rock singer. And it's not as crazy as like the next one is, which is much more metally. This is much yeah. more rocky, okay. I guess, if that okay. makes sense. Yeah, no, it does. Um, Did you go through like a heavy metal phase, like a real heavy metal oh, phase? Yes. Okay. Yes, that was high school times. Yeah. Um, I think it's the time when you when you get into it. Yeah. I mean, that's the right time. I suppose. Yeah, you want to scare your parents as much as possible. So, <laughs> yeah, I used to listen to a lot of um, metal music. Ironically, Tyler and I attended the same large concert like a three days concert it's called sunshine and it was like christian bands but a lot of the bands i listened to were metal christian bands which is weird oddly enough they're actually very good um you gotta play those licks for christ (sighs) yeah he really loves a nice face melton guitar solo (laughs) (laughs) did it for the lord (laughs) do christian metal bands still like how what kind of vocals do they have do they have like the yeah yeah there's some that do this was a mix of like i think this was just a way for a whole bunch of like heavy metal bands to get together and just like go nuts and then there was like so the metal bands were in the hockey arena Mm -hmm. so that's where i hung out a lot of the time and then the other like less scary bands were at other various stages around large fields what where was this wilmer minnesota okay it's called sunshine i'm not sure if it's still a thing thing. anymore okay um but this was 
pre-Tyler and I by quite a bit. Uh-huh. And it turns out we were at the same concerts at the same shows. That's so cute. Running around in death metal pits. That's um, so charming. Yeah. So Aww. it's weird to think Aww. about that because he yeah. was like, yeah, I went to this show Norma Jean was playing and I was like. That's a band I've heard of. That's a band you've heard of. Yeah. Yeah. Norma Jean, Impending Doom. August Burns Red, Devil Wears Prada. Yeah, um, I a lot of the kids that I worked with at the when I was at the Key were into yep. Devil Devil Wears Prada. Yeah, a part of me will probably always still like them just for nostalgic reasons. I was like, did they have to pay some checkies to the gal who wrote that book? Or I'm not sure. Okay, I mean it's not trademarked, but no, it's like yeah. it's like that's you know a thing. Yeah. Yeah. So you, this is a, this is, <laughs> I, I kind of gasped when I was, <laughs> I was like, what is Kevin's reaction going to be when he hears no, this? I was one? like, oh, this is whew. surprise. <laughs> Homegirl is out here whiling. Um, so, uh, this is in this moment is the name of the band and the song is called Joan of Arc. And this is, this is just a lot. And I think I'm, this is like where the, how do you do fellow kids thing ends for me. That's and fair. I'm just too old That's for, very fair loud aggressive rock music like this like heavy heavy rock music like this yeah it's, this it's is the music of young people this is some pretty cool stuff and when you're pushing 40 like your boy is <laughs> it's uh it's it's not a thing that i can do without feeling faint <laughs> like that's I, very fair i needed like a fainting couch it's a bit much i take this band um in waves okay so this is how did you get into this band was um, this another spotify find? this was following pretty reckless okay. i start listening to other music similar to that okay. which okay. led me through a lovely chain of events to this band okay. and i just fell in love with this okay. band immediately okay. like okay. maria brink is the lead singer okay. for this band and she is a crazy powerful vocalist and feminist and okay. um scares me i think which is good i appreciate that about her their new album should be coming out soonish, and so she's changed her Twitter handle to Mother Maria, and then they released one of their new like big songs that'll okay. be coming out, and it's really creepy. The music video oh, is, good. Good. and it's like all these witches and Ooh, like boy. all sorts Ooh, of my boy. favorite shit. And like the second I watched it, I was like, I would follow you into the woods and never look back if I needed to, like if I had that choice. Into the everlasting
Yeah. Okay. All right. So what, what uh, specifically Joan of Arc, what's it about this one? I don't know. Like just the vibes. Again, the very feminist tones okay. about it really okay. got to me. Okay. Um, I toyed with playing the song Whore, which is one of their <laughs> best songs. <laughs> I am I am loving your reaction, um, which is an acronym she made up for something feminist. I don't remember. Okay, that's no, that's good. Um, that's good. I'm into it's a it, very though. like we're ally, we're all allies here. On yeah, the, yeah. The she's podcast. definitely spun it in a way where it's like got good tones sure, to it and sure. stuff. You got to reclaim. You got to reclaim the word. Yeah. Well, I mean, what else are you gonna do? I don't know. Scream that word a lot in the song. It's a good song. Okay. Um, <laughs> yeah. All right. Anything else about this uh, This one? before? Check your flashcards before we get into I'm this checking. last one. Okay. So actually, this album is really cool. It's a fun fact. This whole album is about various religions. Every okay. song has kind of a different take on oh, different so it's religions. it's a concept album. It Ooh. is a concept Ooh. album. It takes Ooh. you all the way through. Fun story. Not really a story at all. Um, she does a cover of In the Air Tonight by Phil Ooh. Collins on oh. this album. And she brings it. It's beautiful. I should look into that because I She actually... definitely brings in like the synthy tones too, okay. which is like my favorite part of that song. And I've yeah. never heard it remade in, in any that way. way that I've liked it. Like, um, obviously, the original is going to be the best. Yeah, yeah. But this one, I was like, mm, this is real nice. I was just having, and this because this this podcast will have aired many many weeks after this had happened. But I was just on our our dear former coworker and uh, colleague and former editor of mine, Rich, Rich Larson. Shout out to Rich, the God himself. I was uh, he was a guest on the podcast in season two, and we talked a lot about Phil Collins. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And I he asked me to be a guest on his radio show. Ooh. He is the host of a weekly radio program called The Weekly List, where it's like a high concept thing where he comes up with like a central idea to connect a bunch of songs together. And the one he had me guest on was uh, for Phil Collins' birthday. Ooh. Uh, and so we each picked a handful of Phil Collins tunes or like Phil Collins inspired tunes. And uh, the, one of the ones that I picked, and I don't know if you've heard this, do you know who Lucy Dacus is? Mm-hmm. Okay. She's a sad girl, makes sad girl music for sad white people. Oh, boy. Um, but she put out an EP last year, and the one of the last songs on it is a cover of In the Air Tonight, and it's really good. And she calls it the spookiest bop. <laughs> I like and that. It's good. It's it's like she really gets into the synths, too, and like kind of the ominous feeling of it. Yeah. And yeah, so I I thought picking In the Air Tonight by Phil Collins would have been too obvious of a choice to talk about on a, like a two-hour radio show about Phil Collins. <laughs> That's fair. But I was like, we got to do this Lucy Dacus cover because this shit slaps. And it's so I will check out this uh, this cover. And yeah, I, I think, mean, there's still some screaming. That's totally to be fine. Expected, it, I mean, uh, that's totally fine. For the genre. The Lucy Dacus one is very moody and Ooh, then haunting. It's moody and haunting. I like that. Uh, yeah. The witchy vibes. But she's got, yeah, she's got some witchy vibes on it. <laughs> Change that part. 
Um, so the last the last one before we wrap up. Um, <laughs> recently reunited. I am so so sorry. No, don't apologize. Don't apologize. Don't apologize. This is great. This is great. No, this is really good. Um, so good timing. Big news. Huge news. 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 <laughs> um, My Chemical Romance reunited. It feels so good for all the emo kids. We never went away. We've um, been here the whole time. They are on... It's a sold-out reunion tour now. Oh, yes. When is that? Uh, they are coming to Minneapolis September 11th. Oh, right. Or, sorry, St. Paul. Sep- at the Excel. 9-11. Way too soon. Too soon. Um, but, so, I mean, that's pretty big to sell out your entire tour nine months in advance. Yes. After a couple of one-off reunion shows at the end of last year. Yeah, in the UK. Yeah. So nobody really knows what was going on. Um, But, so, My Chemical Romance is... A, this is, again, I was in college when they hit it big when they first like were like a big deal Mm -hmm. and i never really got into it that's very fair i find their following (laughs) and kind of the mystique around them to be fascinating um so but tell me about so you have tickets yes me and tyler cop tickets how hard was that to get? I had been refreshing my phone uh, for four days prior. I saw they released it, and for fun, I was like, I wonder what those tickets will cost. It did not even cross my mind until 30 seconds before when I was in the queue and actually yeah. in the queue, or I was like, holy shit, this is an actual possibility. And I turned to Tyler, and I'm like, how much would you be willing to spend on tickets if we were actually able to get past this queue? And somehow, like by some bizarre emo miracle... Um, we were like only 40th in line in the queue. Did you get floor seats? Then? We no. Okay. Um, we decided to go. Like we went. My mom and I saw Trans Siberian Orchestra like a year and a half ago, or two yeah, years whenever yeah. Christmas happens. I don't know. And um, where we sat there it was like pretty decent seats. It was like straight back, not on the floor, but like off the floor, gotcha, directly in front of okay. the stage. And okay. I was like, I remember these seats being really good. Okay. And they were. Pricey, yeah, yeah, round a hundo you know, each, but like you know the vibes. for like my whole like, childhood, yeah, my whole childhood. This was the concert that I had been wanting to see, yeah. And then they broke up before I was like able to see them, and so that was my biggest regret was not seeing them in concert. And now, twenty six year old me can let you know twelve year old me know that everything is okay. We out here, we have the tickets there in my possession, and we will be seeing them. That's so exciting! I'm so excited yeah. for everybody who is like. Like my Twitter feed. I saw that tweet. That was really funny. Because it was three. It was you and my friend Patrick and one other person who all tweeted in a row about getting My Chemical Romance tickets. And it was like three right in a row, like right next to each other. And I was like, I wish I felt anything yeah the way y'all <laughs> are out here being excited about this show yeah. like it was good scary. for good for everybody who got it was it was scary because my friend well Brittany yeah Brittany. shout out to Brittany shout uh, out to Brittany from our former days of paper times you know um, what I love about Brittany is when she used to come into the office and bellow uh greetings fellow humans I love that. that shit just and used to like convince us all to eat lunch at 10 <laughs> and we would no arguments yeah I did a hell of a lot of snacking at that job yeah. I don't do that much anymore because I'm walking around so That's much. For the yeah, best. I did this for the best. Yeah. 
Good times. I did a lot of sad eating at the paper, too. <laughs> I mean, who didn't? But so, is Brittany going to this also? No. Oh. So, like, she was texting me. She was like, did you get tickets? Like, she was looking on third-party sites. And they were, like, three, four, five hundred. And yeah, I was like, oh, yeah. I cannot afford that. Um, But then somehow Ticketmaster, like, I just kept refreshing it, like, yeah. obnoxiously. I actually set an alarm on my phone. We were at lunch with friends. And I was like, hold up. This is really important. And my alarm goes off. And I'm sitting there staring at my phone as it, like, counts down. And as soon as it hit, like, zero, I just, like, smashed the, like, get into queue line button or whatever, which I've never done before for a concert and never thought I would. Um, I've bought concert tickets on my phone twice before, only because, like, they do these, um, like text verification pre-sales and it's maddening to try to do it on my phone like it's it's already maddening trying to get tickets concert tickets to like a big concert like a big deal did you what what was that okay okay (laughs) um but like you get in a you get in the thing like the page won't refresh or like the website like can't handle the amount of traffic and it crashes or whatever. So which it's like, is like I read an article the next day about how everyone was pissed with Ticketmaster because yeah. like obviously Ticketmaster is the devil. But, yeah. Um, people were running into a lot of issues with like waiting in the queue and then not even getting tickets from waiting. Yeah. Like they just waited forever because the bots came in and took like. 300 plus tickets immediately to resell them for a zillion dollars so the only times i've done concert tickets on my phone one was and i hate saying this for ryan adams because he got me too real hard Mm -hmm. and i feel kind of dumb that we spent money to go see him um but how do you know that someone's a sexual predator? Right. You don't you know, know. You it's don't fair. know. You can you... like them in the time. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but then the other time was for Phil Collins because yeah, he did the yeah, he, the you. Target Center. He did the. Brittany went to that one too. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> she was like, "Me and my parents are here, and so is Kevin." Yeah. Me and my wife were somewhere. She probably had better seats than we did. But yeah, it was good. It was, like I was worried we were going to be the youngest people there, but we weren't the youngest people there. Um, but. Yeah, it was just, it's wild buying tickets on your phone because you can't exactly get a good vibe on where your seats are. Everything happened so fast. It does. It moved so fast. It's very and stressful. And I was like pressured and scared and everyone was screaming. It was just me. And so I like buy the tickets and like I'm going through the process. I was like, these ones, yes, accept, accept, accept. And I'm pushing accept to all these things. And I'm like, do we need the insurance? Yes. So we so we bought that yeah. just because, I mean, nine months out, you never know. Um, yeah. Which is like yeah. rare that I will ever do that most of the yeah, time. Yeah, I've never bought ticket it. insurance and I um, probably should have a number of times. Yeah. <laughs> and so we, we did that for once. Yeah.
with words I thought I'd never speak Awake and unafraid Asleep or dead Cause I see you lying next to me With words I thought I'd never speak Awake and unafraid So, you were a preteen slash young teen when you got infant it, baby. got into yeah. My Chemical Romance. How how what is the gateway into a band like this when you are of the age that they appeal to the most? So it starts with a band called Good Charlotte, and <sighs> then you escalate. <laughs> so sixth grade, not me. expecting that. Yeah. So my friend in like sixth grade or whatever was like obsessed with Good Charlotte and got me into it, and this was pre me having any type of technology whatsoever so i would just listen to it like if available which was rare shortly after that like we got itunes and Mm -hmm. i was able to like understand that the internet happens and works sort of but forgive me our internet was so bad and so when i finally was able to be like interested in music i was like freshman in high school blah 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 had my stupid little ipod yeah. iPod, the little iPod, and it was like a super itty bitty one, like little, oh, the, the was OG. It, like, was it the Nano? No, it was like the OG, older than that little rectangle with like five gigs of space on it. Um, so I had to ration my music very carefully. <laughs> Did it have a click wheel? Um, no, it was one of the ones that didn't. It wasn't like one of the little wide. So was it a ones. shuffle? No, maybe. Did it have a clip? No. Okay. No clip. Okay. This was pre all of that. Wow. This one was like the original silver, I little skinny one. I have only had one iPod and I bought it used to use in our car because it had like the AUGS cable yeah. thing. Listen to your tunes on my car. And then, uh, yeah, like buying a used iPod risky. in 2015 <laughs> was very risky because I that thing like just fell apart it tried it it was good for a while but then it was like oh relax my guy you're putting too much stuff on here and then it kept like crashing and yeah mine it, yeah. depleted its own memory to the point where like i could no longer keep things on it i could pick maybe a hundred songs i liked towards the end of its life r.i.p yeah. to the ipod so but so my chemical romance you got the internet or like learned about the yep. internet and yep. learned and so about this band. that was like my first intro to like music videos. Oh, okay. So I would sit there and like our like old, old dial up life with the computer. I remember sitting there and I, my mom yelling at me like, go to bed. It's very late. It's school night, whatever. And I remember trying to load Helena, 
the music video okay. on our computer and it's loading maybe five second chunks at a time and I'm just sitting there staring at it like please god I want to watch the whole thing before I go to bed uh, that's one of my most distinct memories of that time <laughs> Um, I remember dial-up internet. We had fucking uh, America Online when I was young, before I left for college. Had a dial-up modem. Had like the free trial hours. Oh boy! Had the had to cancel the call waiting so that when you like someone called the house, it didn't like disconnect you. Yeah. It was dark times. Yeah, the, the battles my mom and I had when like she'd want to talk on the phone to someone, I'd be like, "No, mom, I'm playing RuneScape. I can't get off the computer." Right now. I'm in a chat room right now, Mom. This mom, is, I'm busy. This is very important. I'm this updating. So important. I'm updating my aim away message to <laughs> dashboard lyrics. Can she you was please? so glad when I stopped being addicted to RuneScape though, because that game sucked my life up. And I used to sneak downstairs at night and like oh boy. throw a whole blanket over the entire computer desk so I could load it up so I could listen to my music. Oh and, wow! Uh, wow! Yeah, wow. I really live in the dream. So, uh, MCR. Young you, in your feelings, with this band. (laughs) Um, Famous Last Words, though, this is like a big song for them. It is one of their more iconic ones. Because it's from the Black Parade, isn't it? Yes, the Black Parade is... Their biggest, is it their biggest album? Okay. Did you Um, buy that reissue? No. Okay. I did not. Okay. I decided I'll stick with whatever's on Spotify. Okay. Um, and that was that was a good choice for me at the time. Okay, I think okay, okay. I did love their older stuff, and their older stuff, um, like Three Cheers for Sweet Revenge, all that, is much heavier than Black Parade is. Okay, it's a lot more punky. Okay, and very very like much more rocky emo. Okay, and then Black Parade actually just tells a story all the yeah, way through. Yeah. Um, to this date, my most listened to album. Okay. Okay. It's in my car right now on a mixtape that I made. Are you pretty (laughs) jazzed about their... Did you ever think that they would get back together? Um, It was teased for so long on Twitter that I gave up hope because I was like, this is the biggest prank of my life and I'm not going to fall for it. Like Twin Peaks season four confirmed? (laughs) Yeah, it was like, David Lynch, don't you do me like that. (laughs) But yeah, then it actually happened. And like, I have been following... Gerard Way yeah for a long time yeah even after MCR broke up I still followed him on everything like I watched all of the Umbrella Academy on Netflix and like mm-hmm. I read those comic books because yeah, he was yeah. the artist okay. or like one of the writers or something okay, okay he was a big part of the comic book okay. so I read those in like early high school and they were really strange and weird and he's still writing them and hmm. just one of those many projects that you just follow because you like the singer and sure. then end up liking even though they'll never finish it or you think they won't <laughs> Then they made a TV show about it. Then I watched all of that. So it was sort of getting back on the train again for okay. nostalgic purposes. Sure. And then they dropped the news that they're like getting together several months later. And I'm like, holy shit, I was not prepared for that. Did you ever read those essays from, did you ever read um, They Can't Kill Us Until They Kill Us by Hanif Abdurraqib? No. And we've talked about this a couple yeah, of times yeah. and I keep forgetting. <laughs> um, the only reason I bring it up is because he has a lot of essays about a about fallout boy <laughs> but also there's a lot he really likes my chemical romance okay and it's really hilarious that like a black guy who is my age from columbus ohio loves emo music as much as like. as much as he does <laughs> he writes a lot about being like the only black person at emo shows that's the best. but yeah there's a lot of essays in that book about my chemical romance so that's yeah. like if you have a chance mm-hmm. listeners was... at home also you should check it out okay but yeah. you should also check it out 
I will. It's a book with a wolf in a tracksuit with a gold chain on the cover. You got me right there. Okay. <laughs> it's probably one of the <laughs> most important books I've read in like the last couple of years. It's I mean, really, that's, he's really good. he's really like changed my life as far as his cultural criticisms and music writing and his essays and he's also a poet and I don't really get into poetry but his poetry is so good and heartbreaking Ooh. that you kind of can't not be on board with it okay yeah I'll definitely check yeah that so out. shout out to Hanif I'm sure you're listening on Spotify or in Apple Podcasts or Somewhere. Google Play. Um, so that are, do you have anything else you want to talk, talk about with My Chemical Romance? I mean, I could talk about them like for all day. <laughs> <laughs> just like weird little bits of trivia that everybody knows. And like, I don't know. It was just fun growing up in that time of like all the emo stuff being really popular. It was kind of strange. Like I only wore black for a really long time. My mom was like, there's something wrong with this kid. And when I rolled out of Hot Topic, of course, with like, oh, Hot Topic, <laughs> I rolled out of there with Boy. like with an MCR sweatshirt, and she's like, "What in the hell is that?" And I was like, "Mom, shout out to Hot Topic for still like traumatizing parents, yeah, to this day." Um, because I, <laughs> man, the first time I went into a Hot Topic, I was in going into seventh grade. This would have been 1995. And so I'm, I'm dating myself here because I'm <laughs> very old. Um, But I got a gr- my The first thing I bought was a Green Day t-shirt. There you go. Uh, and I, I bought some Offspring t-shirts because <laughs> they were big. They were really big at the time. And I was like, this store gets me. <laughs> this is my store. And I would just gaze at that wall of t-shirts. Oh my god, the hours spent drooling over all of the oh, the, oh a rancid shirt, oh a sublime. Shirt. Oh no, no sublime, <laughs> no sublime. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but I like and like so eventually, like I think it was probably like I was towards the um, middle of college. I kind of aged myself out of shopping at Hot Topic because it was like how many Juliana Theory t-shirts do I need how many glass jaw t-shirts do I need the girl I was involved with at the time was a little like why do you wear so many band (laughs) t-shirts and I was like yo can I live and I I could not live and uh but you know have you been in a Hot Topic recently it's super commercialized and makes me really sad (laughs) the whole thing is just hot trash now the last time I went in a Hot Topic was like a year and a half ago. We went in one in the Mall of America and we went there. We went specifically to Mall of America. I don't really fuck with the Mall of America, even though today that I was recording this podcast with you, I went to the Mall of America. <gasps> I dropped fucking Mad Bank at Urban Outfitters because Yo. your boy needed a new coat and a Destiny's Child vinyl LP right there on there the you ground. Go. You know, the vibes. What's up, Destiny's Child? Writings on the wall, 20th anniversary edition. <laughs> Say my fucking name. <laughs> Um, Bugaboo, that's also like a deep cut that's on there. That's a good one. Uh, Bills, Bills, Bills. <laughs> uh, but so, but the last time we, when I went to Hot Topic was because we went to the mall because Earth Burger had opened and Earth Burger was like a vegan fast food yeah, stand. Yeah, didn't they close yes. the one? Because I wanted to try it real bad. By closed. the time I got up there, it was closed. Yeah, so they lasted a year 
and it closed and i was like we could have been somebody this is like a <laughs> this, this is like real a real life. we could have been somebody moment because we would go out of our way to go to the mall like i didn't fuck with the mall for years and then we would go constantly to go to earthburger i'm so sad i missed and it. so the one time we the first time we went was the day earthburger opens like august of 2018 and we were walking around with my wife's friend from childhood and I was like, yo, Hot Topic. <laughs> yo. And she was like, do you want to go on Hot Topic? I'm like, I think I do. And I wandered in there. And the first thing I see is a Deftones white pony t-shirt. And without even blinking, I buy it. Good. Because it's a shirt. It's a replica of a shirt I had when I was 18. Nice. And, but I was just like, man, Hot Topic is still really out here. But it's like t- TV show stuff now. Yeah. And like movie stuff and not just the, like all those little like characters with the big heads Funko Pops and I don't yeah. really get that I don't understand what those we I have some from a video game and are you like why do we have these in the house I just look at them sometimes and I'm like you go together I guess in <laughs> your corner <laughs> I still don't get what they are but I think it's like one of the things where like I'm just too old That's I'm too okay. old to they're, understand they're just there I'm okay. not like the biggest fan or I don't like actually actively hate them I think they just are to me okay um, it okay. is kind of weird to see one from like Twin Peaks or something. Yeah, they got Twin Peaks ones. They have like they a coupe one. Like everything and, you yeah. could think of. Yeah. Well, I mean, that's pretty cool, I guess. I guess. Yeah. Um, I still think Hot Topic is fun to go look at once in a while. Yeah. Yeah. They have like a weirdly large Harry Potter section. And like, I'm not the biggest Harry Potter person. Like, it was a part of my childhood, but sure. I'm not super gung ho about it. Yeah. And it still baffles me how much stuff they sell for it. It's a, it's a, Captive it's a, audience. It's a, franchise. it's a market. J.K. Yeah. Rowling needs to cash those checkies. Checkies, to... checkies on deckies. Checkies she... on deckies. Oh no, <laughs> she needs to stop tweeting. Yeah, she gets in a lot of trouble. Yeah, um, I haven't followed her so long ago. She isn't she like transphobic? Isn't that what yeah. the latest thing is? Yeah. yeah, yeah, it's too bad. You hate to see it. Yeah, it feels bad. <laughs> Um, <laughs> Renee, thank you so much for coming onto the podcast. We've made it through all your songs. We've yeah. gone on tangents, which is one of my favorite things to do on this podcast. Did it. You didn't have too many hot takes. So no. do you have anything, anybody you want to call out or anything you want to be like, yo, fuck this person, fuck this place? Mm, nobody in particular. I'm fairly okay. neutral on most things. Okay. I think. All right. Uh, I don't know. My friend George, when he was on the <laughs> podcast, it got so hot that I had to like bleep out business names. Yikes. Because he was going off, <laughs> just going the fuck off at the end. That's fair. I mean, yeah. I don't actively have anything that I'm like really against right now. Okay, that's now. fine. That's good. I mean, like nothing local, I should say. Like, <laughs> you know. Oh, a ton of businesses beware. Watch out, y'all. No, it's fine. It's, okay. it's whatever. It's whatever. Okay. Yeah. Uh, anything else you want to say to the, our listeners at home or any anything you want to like shamelessly self-promote? Uh, nah. Because you do drawings. I, yeah, yeah, I guess I do art sometimes, which is fun. How can people get at you if they want things, want to buy your things? That's my Instagram, y'all. That's okay. That's where I throw my trash. It's where all my trash goes. Okay. What's your Instagram? Ginger Snap. Okay. <laughs> I'll make sure I at you. Thanks, pal. Okay. Other than that, I don't know. Thanks for coming on with me on this weird ride. This is, is my music. <laughs> it's, this is good. No, this it's is strange. Really good. Like, no joke. If you are ever, ever bored, just go find my profile on Spotify. Okay. And it'll take you on a ride. Like, I've recently gotten into, like, German death metal a wow, lot. Wow. It's specific. Spotify <laughs> was like, you liked this once. And part of me was like, I did. And I still do. And so now I'm listening to that. And then a lot of, like, neo-folk music from specifically, like, Germany, Denmark. Like, there's a hmm. band called Heilung that hmm. I'm very into right now. And it's excellent. 
to work on reports at work music. That's wild that you have such a like the diversity I love though because it's like you listen to folk music. Yeah, I accidentally dabbled in country recently. It was my first dabble of country. Like it, new country? Like I don't know. It like like dad country. Like I like Alba- Alabama, I think. <sighs> like I don't know what happened. There was a banjo solo and I was like that's okay. And then I looked into it and then I actually made like a very, very small country playlist on How much Shania Twain is on it? None. Okay. How much Um, Brooks and Dunn? None. Garth Brooks? One. Okay. You know the one. Please don't say friends in low places. I'm so sorry. It's the only one I know. Much too young to feel this damn old is incredible. I fuck with Garth Brooks. I I, really do. I don't know. I feel like I Do you fuck with Chris Gaines? His alter ego? No, but I've read that whole thing. <laughs> I feel like I think you posted something about it, and I yeah. went deep on that. I read. I wrote. I kept reading and reading. I was like, "This is so twisted," yeah. and then I just kept going. I, read and, like, a, I, stop. I wrote like a whole twentieth anniversary think piece because that whole like being alive at that time that was was wild. A ride. Um, what other like nineties country? Lone Star. I don't know. Trisha Yearwood. No. Mary Chapin Carpenter. Oh my God. You're going to have to like actually hook me up with some of this because I need more, I think. Here's the thing is like country music right now is trash. Okay. That's what I've gathered. But country music. So my mom started listening to country music in 1994 when she was divorcing my dad as one does. It happens. And so from 1994 until 2001, before I moved out for college, I have a wild knowledge (laughs) Of country music, because that was what we listened to in the car on the radio. Okay, that's fair. So I know a lot about like mid to late 90s country, like Faith Hill. Yeah, I'm sorry. I am dropping Tim McGraw. That name rings a bell. John Michael Montgomery. <laughs> Ooh. The, the, if it's not like Alabama. You don't know? No. Yeah. What I, Alabama song was it? Is I don't it, know. Is Something it, about... Um, if you want to play in Texas, you got to have a fiddle in the band. Oh, no. That lead know. guitar is hot, but not for a Louisiana man. <laughs> you, know, you know the vibes. You know the fucking I'm, vibes. I'm feeling it. Wait, where's the banjo solo? Then I'll know it. <laughs> <laughs> I specifically started searching for only banjo solo music at one point. Because wow. I was like, I think I don't really like it that much, but I'm trying to. And then the only thing I figured out that I liked was just banjo. So then I was like, this is an eight minute banjo solo. And then I was like, this is too much. I need to take a step back. I've gone too deep. <laughs> and that was the last time I fucked with country music. That was a couple months ago. You should, like, if, I'm sure there's like a 90s country music playlist on Spotify that I'm you could sure get into. Is, and it's yeah. going to be like all that hot shit. Like all that What's good. that like Fishing in the Dark song? That one's all right. Oh, yeah. I know that one. Yeah. yeah. I yeah. like that one. Nice and twangy. <laughs> I don't know. And then I just immediately 180 around to like either Lizzo or something metal Like wild. There is no in between. That's okay. You know, that's okay. That's all right. I feel it. Yeah. Um. Thank you again so much for coming on yeah. the show and for talking to us. Thank you so much for having of me course. and listening this, to all this. No, this is great. This is really great. This, this is what the podcast is all about. A wild time out all right. here. <laughs>